So welcome everyone to another episode of The Creative Minds. So joining me here is Siti Koop, right? Yes. Perfect. So can you tell us first a bit more about you, who you are, what you do? Yes. So I started my own website design business in 2017. Mm -hmm. So I've been at it for about three and a half years and I do everything from creating the website to managing, securing, supporting it, essentially 24-7, 365 for my clients. So whenever they need something, I'm there and really believe in that personalized service and personalized approach. Uh, and really, it's really about creating that website as a foundation and then building on that over time. So say you're located in city A, but you want to, you know, be found in Google and city B, city C, city D, et cetera, then, you know, we're able to, to do that and create stuff on the website to be able to attract, you know, Google to, to look at your website uh, and rank it as, as needed that way. So you're able to show up where you need to show up. Nice. And do, do you do it alone or do you have a team with you? Yeah. So I'm always going to be solo. Mm. I love being my own boss, do my own thing. Yeah. But uh, I just have a team of contractors, uh, business owners mm -hmm. that I work with throughout the U.S. So some local, I'm in Wisconsin, uh, and some are, are local here and others are across the United States. Mm -hmm. And I, I love being able to, to, we're able to stay agile that way, you know, and obviously uh, we're, we're not going to be the cost of a huge agency. We have a lot less uh, overhead. And so it's just an advantage that we have and can be quick and nimble and respond to, uh, to our clients whenever they need us. Amazing. And you mentioned like your 24 seven, 365 days a year. So how can you sustain that? Like how can you be functioning all this time? Well, basically I tell my clients that, uh, you know, if you come to me at 2am, I'm most likely not going to be awake. Yeah. But, uh, as soon as I, uh, you know, start the next day, like I'll jump on it. So, uh, I think it's really just setting the expectations with the clients. I mean, the, all the, I have a bunch of different monitoring set up mm -hmm. from, you know, security monitoring to, uh, you know, making sure that all the web forms that are submitted, so like a contact form, job application, whatever it might be, that those are actually successfully delivered to the client. So if they would not be, I would be alerted and I can, uh, you know, look into it, fix it up and, and uh, we get on our way. And so all that stuff is working, you know, behind the scenes 24 seven. So it's just a matter of, I guess, uh, in my waking hours, I will uh, respond as as responsive yeah. as uh, you know possible yeah can you just give me a brief idea of where you started um and your journey to get you to where you are now yeah so i worked for my late father's advertising agency for five years uh, so mm -hmm. i graduated college in 2012 i worked there from 2012 to 2017 uh, he passed away november 30th of 2016 and at the time i knew that i was going to go out on my own uh, mm -hmm. for about a year prior, I was doing a bunch of freelancing and I was having, you know, more fun from six to midnight than eight to five. Yeah. So I knew I was going to go on my own. Didn't really know what it was going to look like. Just thought, oh, I, I love creating websites. Uh, you know, let's be a freelancer and pick up, you know, random projects here and there. I'll make it work or whatever. But then it was after he passed, he really passed on to me the entrepreneurial spirit. And so I really started looking at things differently. and was like, I got to, this has to be a business. You know, it can't just be a little side gig that I'm trying to make full time or whatever. I have to be a lot more intentional. So, um, yeah, that's kind of, that was like the beginnings, beginning of it. I mean, that's where I cut my teeth and, you know, learned all, learned the craft. I always was, was kind of into the web growing up, but that wasn't when I was going to college, that wasn't what I was assuming I was going to do. It just yeah. sort of fell on my lap, you know, and they always say right time, right place and all that. So 
it was perfect to be able to build uh, the skill set. And then the last year, like I said, I was freelancing and I started looking at things differently too. As you know, we were working with clients. I'm like, you know, hey, if it was my thing, like I would be doing it this way. I would be pricing it that way. So it really just became a curiosity thing for me, like to scratch my own itch that it was like, I, there's just something more here than, than, you know, working eight to five. Yeah. So that, that was kind of where it all started. Nice. And so what did you study in your undergrad? Radio TV film. So I wanted to do mm. uh, sports radio. Yeah. That was, that was like the dream. Uh, and I realized that that was, you have to work, uh, you know, basically three jobs to, to, to stay afloat in that industry and kind of work, your, you know, cut your teeth for 10 years. Yeah to actually make it anywhere. Um, yeah. And it was like, that, that just felt like a side thing. That did not feel like a real, you know, mm-hmm. uh, quote unquote secure career. Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't just something, it, it wasn't that it was something that interests me. I also didn't really care about the, the D3 sports, D4, D3, you know, like all the lower things. It was just like, hey, I want to talk about professional leagues in like, co- you know, you know, high D1 uh, college. And so it just didn't, it didn't really align and mm-hmm. uh, actually, I was thinking when I left college, when I graduated, I was going to do more social media. Yeah. And my dad, you see, they really didn't have that. A lot of the clients were home services. So, uh, you know, plumbers, HVAC, electricians, roofers, that kind of stuff. And uh, they, they were not using social media at that point, you know, mm-hmm. business-wise. It wasn't really a thing for them. So it, it really, it started with social media. And then I just gravitated more and more to, towards the web mm-hmm. and you know, kind of built their trust as I started to help troubleshoot things. And I was always kind of the one that was just like, whenever there was an issue, like people would just come to me and I would try to figure it out. So yeah. it really was just problem solving um, to, to, to kind of see how everything, you know, worked together. Yeah. So is this something that you are interested in or is it just like, is it something that you're passionate about or is it something that just came, you came across and you just became curious about it and went on from there? Yeah, I think... I've always said there it's a mix between professional expertise and, and passion. Mm-hmm. So like I always tell people like, what would you do if they don't know what they want to do? Like what would yeah. you do for free and then yeah. go down that path? So literally I would just do what I'm doing for free if I could, mm-hmm. if money was no object. And I mean, I felt that day from day one, I still feel that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could work, you know, the sun could go up, the sun could come down yeah. and I wouldn't know because I'm just in flow and just, just yeah. doing it. So, Obviously, I like the design aspect the most and being able to create, create you know, create the different sites. Um, but obviously, there's a lot more to running a business than just that. A lot of times, freelancers or, or you know, people that are in my position, they start their own business because they just love what they're doing, yeah. which is totally true. But then you quickly realize that there's, you know, 5,000 other things that you actually have to also do as a business owner. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And you mentioned that you're in a state of flow and it's just you enjoy it, right? Um, so my question here is, can you explain what does it mean to be in a state of flow? Because some people don't really know what that feels like. Yeah, to me, it's when you've lost sense of time. Mm-hmm. So so literally, I just will have no idea. Like, hey, if I have I been working for 20 minutes or like five hours? I have no idea because yeah. I'm just totally lost in what I'm doing that's the easiest way that i can explain it or like the most noticeable thing to me is the time mm-hmm. aspect uh usually one really this is super random but something that i noticed very early on when i worked at the agency i would play music that had words stuff yeah. that i was into and i realized how when i got on my own 
I couldn't do that because I was like trying to sing along with the lyrics or just like just in my head, they, yeah. you know, they're going in my head and how that really took away from being able to concentrate and, you know, really to be like optimally, uh, working at an optimal level, functioning, whatever, however you want to say it. Yeah. And, uh, so now like a lot of times I'll just do like instrumental stuff and I'll just throw it on. So like, it's just background noise. It's just, it's just something, but that also helps as well. So I know super random, but like, that's just something oh. that I... That's I realize it's yeah. I, yeah 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 amazing and um can you tell me a bit more about entrepreneurship because sometimes entrepreneurship is like you look at people they're like yeah i make seven figures life is chill life is easy so tell me about your experience about entrepreneurship i mean the bottom line is that you know you what you see on social media you just assume that they became successful overnight, but you don't see the 10 years of, of, of hard work, sweat and tears that went into it. Uh, and nobody knows that the last three nights I haven't gone to bed before like 11 PM. Like that's yeah. so, you know, you can have the eight to five uh, and you kind of always going to be capped at wherever you're sort of, you're sort of at a cap um, versus you work for yourself. You can, you can really, I've been flow with that and you want to make more money. Okay. You have to work a little bit more, um, create different services, whatever. But, uh, it's, it's, it's very interesting. And to me, like, it's always different. Everybody is, um, is totally different. Like they may work best at night. They may work, may work best right in the morning. Yeah. Um, so it's really just trying to figure out like the best, the best optimal uh, space for you to work. So how do you keep yourself disciplined, uh, as an entrepreneur? Yeah, I'm super big into personal development. Mm-hmm. I try to always, uh, one of the big things is just stay level-headed, you know, not too high, not too low. Mm-hmm. A lot of times at the beginning, it was like, holy crap, where's my next job coming from? Yeah. Uh, you know, that first year was super, super tough. So to me, uh, and again, everybody will have a different answer, but to me, I'm super internally motivated. So I wouldn't say it's, it's not that it's easy, but it just, it comes more naturally to me to just, uh, I'm going to do my own thing, uh, be my own boss. I'll, you know, I can time manage and, and all that stuff, uh, you know, versus yeah. uh, the new shiny object or, you know, getting, um, getting pulled in social media and scrolling for five hours. Like I'm try anytime I'm doing that, like I literally would just like tell myself, okay, I'm scrolling, like, boom, get out of this. Um, so it's really like, to me, it's just being intentional. Yeah. And what, what made you say that, you know what, I want to be my own boss. I can't do nine to five. Why did you choose that? Yes. Yeah, so the, I'll tell you where it, where it stemmed from. Like the, my first aha moment was I was still working at the agency. It's about eight o'clock at night and I'm talking to a lady stuck in traffic in LA about her website mm-hmm. and uh, probably talk half an hour, hour, whatever it was. And I got off the call and I just said, holy crap, I don't want to go to work tomorrow. That was, that was amazing. Yeah. To, you know, a lot of time, like I'm in Wisconsin here, but uh, at my dad's agency, basically everybody was like local in the Midwest. So maybe like Minnesota, Illinois, uh, Michigan, whatever, kind of like right in this particular area. So to be able to work with clients all over the place, mm-hmm. I mean, I've worked with clients, other um, continents and all of that, to be able to do that uh, is really neat to me and really fulfilling. And that was, that was the first aha moment that I had. Uh, and I was just like, I can't, I can't, I can't uh, you know, do the eight to five anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's too much fun. 
Yeah. <laughs> and you talked about the first year being very hard in terms of like getting clients and figuring out how to get clients, but then you learn to like trust the process and take it as it goes. So what was, what would you say is key to finding clients and, and not just clients, but the right clients? Yeah, I would say a couple different things. One is to me, it's the importance of relationships. So now being three and a half years in, there's relationships that I started to build when I first started the business that are coming back. Mm -hmm. So I don't go, and I did obviously uh, during a pandemic, it's uh, hard to network uh, or maybe a lot harder than, uh, you know, it would be otherwise, but you know, I would go to a lot of the in-person networking groups and as much as I wanted to get clients from it, it really, it really didn't lead itself that way. It was more just building the relationships and then you don't know who that person knows and, and where it could go. So mm -hmm. that's one, uh, what, what one avenue to it is to just always play the long game. I guess that's, that's, not, that's the point. Like I'm always just playing the long game. So um, that's, that's just my mindset. And, uh, and then on ter in terms of finding the right clients, it's like you got to dig into yourself and know you know, who do you do your best work for? Like, who do you enjoy working with? Um, and, and I'm all about, like, I'm, I'm super intentional with taking clients on because I don't want, I want to make sure it's the right fit. If mm -hmm. it's not the right fit, if I'm not 150% all in, I always say then at some point they're going to get, you know, 85% of my attention and then they're not going to get the best that I can give them. So it's really, to me, uh, making sure that we see the value in each other. I'm valuing mm -hmm. them as a client. They're valuing me and my expertise. And there's, there's harmony there versus if uh, they just want the cheapest website designer, then I say like, hey, you know, that's not me. Uh, you know, good yeah. luck. But yeah. um, so it's really, you know, confident in who you are and what you can provide and mm -hmm. making sure that they, you know, value it uh, and they want to work mm -hmm. with you as much as you want to work with them. Amazing. And you said you're really into personal development and you're really good at self-motivating. So how do you motivate yourself? I mean, I would say that again, like it's the long game. So, yeah. um, the, you know, I'm always, I'm, I'm kind of future focused that way. Um, I don't know if you're into Brendan Burchard at all, but he's a big, uh, yeah, <laughs> he's, I love him. And, uh, he was kind of the first one that I, went to in that space or I like, like Tim Ferriss, uh, this podcast called finding mastery by Dr. Michael Gervais that I really like as well. So like, those are a couple, but, um, it was really just starting to dig into myself and learn about myself more and how that space interests me. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then I'm just always focused on the future and like, okay, where do I see myself in two, three, five years? Uh, you know, everything that I'm doing right now is building towards that. Yeah. And, uh, so that, that's, that's kind of how I'm always looking at it. You know, it's like, you know, you know, fitness or like nutrition, if you put crap in your body, then like, you know, what's that going to be, you know, three years from now, if yeah. you don't work out, you know, for the next year, okay, what's that going to, what's that going to do to you next year or whatever, like just the, the kind of the compound nature of that. So I yeah. guess, I don't know if I have a great answer, like how, of how I motivate myself, yeah. but um, that's, that's essentially like my mindset, how I look at it. Mm -hmm. Amazing. And uh, you said um, you talked about like food and fitness. So how, how's your approach towards food? Like how, what do you consider healthy? What don't you consider healthy? Uh, okay. So I, I definitely don't have a kale smoothie every day. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. To, to me, like there's a balance 
Um, I don't know how familiar with our or your listeners will be with this uh, approach to nutrition or uh, eating, but there's something called if it fits your macros mm-hmm. and uh, like carbs, fats, protein. And the whole thing is like if you get, uh, depending on your goal, losing weight, maintaining, gaining weight, whatever you want to do, and your whole body composition, you'll have different ratios of those. And uh, so technically in that setting, you can really eat whatever you want as long as it fits your macros. Mm -hmm. So that's always been something that has appealed to me because I don't feel like you have to uh, eat super clean, you know, or, uh, you know, or it's like, it's not like something is super good for you or super bad for you. To me, that's always like a, there's always like a middle road. So that's, uh, that's how I tend to see that. Yeah, I love that. And you said in your own personal growth journey, you're kind of starting to understand who you are, what you do, what you care about. So throughout this process, then can you tell me who you are? Yeah, like I'm, I'm super introverted. That's something that I didn't know about myself till mm-hmm. probably three, three years ago uh, when I started the business or prior to that, like I just started digging in, taking, you know, the personality assessments and all those different things. And, and I love just figuring it myself on a deep level. So like, I'm just a person that would rather have five super deep friends than like 50 surface level and it totally aligns with the business because the whole point of what i'm doing like when i have a client is i want to build that deep relationship it's a totally totally a relationship-based approach so i'm going to create that website for you and then you know what uh six months from now a year and a half from now or whatever whenever i'm in your city now i'm going to come visit you because we built that relationship you know over zoom and phone and whatever but now we're going to build that deeper uh, when I can visit you in person. So I've done that a couple of times and I absolutely love that. So that's, that in a nutshell is, is really like why I'm doing what I'm doing and what, yeah. and what fulfills me to be able to provide a service, but then uh, to also create that deep relationship mm-hmm. with my clients. And I always say like, it's not, it's people like separate your personal life from your professional life. And to me, it's just one life. So it, that, that that's just how I, I look at it. So that, that's, what's most fulfilling to me. Yeah, amazing. And why do you care so much about deep relationships? What about that that inspire you? I don't know. Just it just fills me up. Like it, uh, I think uh, for whatever reason, I that that speaks to me. Um, I always want to go a level deeper. I don't a surface level doesn't mean anything to me. I, I find that boring. Yeah. So uh, it's always always been more um, more interesting, more fulfilling. Mm-hmm for me to be able to to go deep with people and not everybody wants to go there so exactly uh, that's why yeah yeah you have to you kind of like you said you gotta you have to know yourself and you have to uh you know i guess find your tribe and the people that uh, you know have that same mindset i I guess that's why too like i love entrepreneurship because we all have a similar mindset we can have a different service offering different product offering but at the end of the day like we all want to be our own boss do our own thing uh, not be tied down you know location independence and financial freedom are are extremely important to me and you can't really do that unless you have your own business 99% of the time. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And in terms of like relationships and building relationships, how can you say, you know what, this is the person that I want to dive deep into or cause sometimes when you dive deep with certain people, they're like kind of reject that. And sometimes people are in the flow with that. So how can you really pick your community? Because I personally am very huge about building the right community of like-minded people so how would you say you were able to build that i don't know if i have a great answer for you besides this is that 
being intuitive is one of my strongest gifts. So I just seem to sense that pretty quickly. Like when you and I first chatted, it was like, you know, we could talk for five hours. Yeah. So I just always pick up on, seem to pick up on that pretty quickly. And even like, I remember when we connected on LinkedIn, I think I even messaged you. Like I just read your profile and I was just like, holy crap, like you're in my head. (laughs) So um, that, that's, that's just kind of how I roll. And that like instant connection is what I look for. Um, And, and it's just, it's just kind of like a gut feeling thing. And I I think maybe it could just be self-awareness that people, people have it, but they're not, they're not aware to it, but uh, I'm super keen on it and and look for that. Amazing. So I want to ask you a bit more, a bit more questions. So what would you say inspires you or like really lights you up? I, I think the idea of, like I said before, like the personal professional life being, being just one life Yeah. to be able to, you know, to really plan your day, however you want. Um, and to not be, you know, if I need to go somewhere, if I have my errands, if I have to I have, a, I have a doctor appointment or whatever it might be. I can just go and do that. I don't need to ask off. I don't need, there's just, there's, and it doesn't, it doesn't hinder the business at all. So like the client doesn't care. Does yeah. the client care that I just spent two hours at this place or that place? No, because they just care of the end product and that, you know, I'm managing their site and updating it whenever they need it. And, and I'm super uh, responsive in that way. Yeah. So uh, I, I love, I just, there's something, there's something about that. I don't know if I'm articulating it right, but there, there's something about that that is very unique and um, that is hard. I think for somebody that works in the eight to five to like, to see how, how different it could be. Yeah. Um, but there is something fulfilling about that and being able to, to travel on my own, di- or, you know, on my own time. Um, but also, you know, kind of weave some professional uh, areas into that trip as well. Yeah, I love that. So what would you say is the most valuable lesson that you've learned? Like it was like, wow, like such a great epiphany that really pivoted your viewpoint about the world. I think it's just figuring out yourself on a deep level and Mm -hmm. figuring out what fulfills you and and doing that. Mm -hmm. Because especially with social media these days, like you can just go in the rabbit hole and compare yourself to everybody. Yeah. And so to really just ignore the noise and whatever okay you like the smurfs cool like you like this thing that thing like whatever like who cares it's really just whatever that you like and you enjoy just do that and don't worry about comparing yourself um to others or even like in the business sense you know seeing people that have uh, built a business and like comparing yourself to them and like Mm -hmm. why aren't i at that level uh you know it's like it's gonna happen over time you just have to put the the work in. And like I said before, you know, nobody sees the five, 10 years that went into it. You just see this guy or gal that's, you know, making a bajillion dollars and, you know, doing um, all these crazy things. And you think that they're on this big pedestal, but they really just started in the same spot that you did. Yeah, exactly. Amazing. Um, so what would you say is uh, if someone, if someone is looking to go into really understanding who they are in that personal growth uh, field, what would you say is the first step to get them to really know who they are? I, I would say to do like a personality test. There's also uh, love languages. Yeah. yeah. You, you read yeah, the book, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just different stuff like that to be, because we all, all that stuff will be helpful, but like you, 
you I, to me like you have to have that as a foundation mm-hmm. um and then you can you can grow from there and if if the like the relationship love language stuff like speaks to you more maybe you dive into that mm-hmm. more or your personality some um about the personality test really speaks to you okay you can dive into that more um but i think without those it's if you if you if you wouldn't do those then to me you're you know in chapter 10 uh, of a book and you've skipped the first nine chapters yeah you know what i find fascinating is uh we're taught about everything in the world we taught how to read to do math to do science to do all this but we're never taught to know who we are up until like we grow and really figure out like who am i what is my purpose like why am i on this world what do I need to do? What do I care about? And it's really so sad to see that. If you would go back in time to the younger version of yourself, what would some, what would you advise yourself then? Give advice to yourself then. Question. <laughs> I should know this because I ask questions like this on my podcast. <laughs> uh, but now I'm, now I'm on the opposite side of the fence. Uh, the, the whole like, do you, be you, ignore the noise, that's big to me, but that I've sort of already said that, so I don't want to give you that. Yeah. I think... You know, knowing yourself is, is big. Um, I think because I felt, I, ne- I never felt like I fit in totally. So I've always said like, if I knew that the whole personality test thing, like even existed, I didn't even like know about it um, at the time. But like, if I knew that in high school, like I was always the kid that would just be friends with everybody. I never really had a group. Yeah. Like, I could talk to this group fine. I could talk to that group fine. It didn't really matter to me. I was sort of like a chameleon, but but I didn't, but, but I think like just be, to be able to know myself on a deeper level would have helped me through those years versus feeling sort of isolated or that nobody really, you know, understood me. Um, so I, I guess I, I don't know how to sum that up in like a sentence, but like that, um, to be able to, to have that self-awareness, mm-hmm. um, and to know some different things in that way would, would have really helped me as I was, yeah. as I was growing up. So why did you feel you were different than everyone else? I think just because my mindset was a little different. Uh, I was, I always felt like I was more mature. Uh, I was not one to like, uh, you know, goof off in school. Yeah. It was more like, Hey, like the teacher's teaching, like, so shut up and yeah. you know, we do our class yeah. and we go on yeah. with life. Like, yeah. uh, and so that, that kind of came to me actually recently I was thinking about that and I, I, I never really given a thought, but like it always, that was always something that, that I remember going through school that, uh, I was, I was, I was yeah. just sort of the kid that would just like do as it was told. And uh, I'm always about like trying to be as, as efficient as possible, like from a business mm-hmm. sense. And I think, you know, if I look back on, you know, middle school, high school, it was sort of the same thing where it was like, hey, we have 45 minutes to do this. Let's get it done and we move on yeah. um, and not be sitting here for half an hour just joking around. <laughs> Love that. So if you were to dine with three people, dead or alive, who would those three people be? Okay, so they're all going to be sports related okay uh, two would be head coaches uh, Pete carroll of the seattle seahawks mm-hmm. michael gervais who's the sports psychologist for the seahawks um the podcast finding mastery that i was just talking about he's the host of that and uh, pj fleck head coach of the university of minnesota golden gophers football team so all these people they've kind of helped me from afar mentored me from afar um different mantras different things that i uh, can kind of, I can kind of guide my life or I can take little pieces from. They're, both, they're all to me, obviously I don't know them, but from afar to me, they're all very authentic and genuine. And that's something that I uh, hold in, in high regard. So 
I gravitate towards that and uh, would love to just pick their, any three of them or all of them, I would love to, to pick their brains. What about them? Is, you mentioned authenticity, uh, but why them? Like what topics did they talk about that really trigger you? I always think of sports or a sports team very, from, uh, very similar to a business or, you know, a family setting. You know, we're all in, we all have one goal. You know, if, if you're mo- all moving in opposite directions, you're never going to be able to get to that, to the end goal that you really want. Mm-hmm. Versus if you're all pushing the same direction from a, you know, expertise standpoint, you may be, or a skill standpoint, you may be subpar to other teams, but you're all moving the same direction. It's going to propel you further. So that's just sort of a, a thread that's, I would say, a weave through. Mm-hmm. Both, both of their, um, the Golden Gophers and the Seattle Seahawks, you know, big family uh, atmosphere. We're all, we're all in it together, you know, 100, 150% all in. Yeah. And, uh, and I just, I like being able to, to pull the different threads between sports, business and family or just life, you know, it all, to me, it's all intertwined. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So what are you most afraid of? I think I want to make... Obviously, I want to make a big impact on the world. So, you know, leave the world a better place than I found it. So I guess the thing that I would be most worried about is not, not being able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's what I would say. Why, why do you care about making an impact? I think we're all, we're all on this earth, you know, for a purpose, uh, for a reason. And I feel like I, I found that at a younger age than most. Uh, it doesn't make me special, but just... For whatever reason, I, I feel I was able to. Yeah. So I want to be able to use that, you know, motivate, inspire, uh, and, and help others to, to do the same. We all can leave the world a better place than we found it. Uh, mm-hmm. And it'll be, it would be even better than if it was just myself to do that. Yeah. So what is your purpose? I, I think it's to, to motivate and inspire. I think there, society, you know, paints a picture that we have to be this way or that way. And uh, I think that's what I'm, what I, what, if, I, if I look at the 30,000 foot view, uh, you know, speaking from myself 10 years from now or something, to me, what I'm doing is, is just, is doing what I love every single day. And like I said before, I would do it for free. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of power in that. And I don't know if everybody is able to, to get to that point. So the more people that I can inspire along the way um, to, to kind of adopt that mindset or to maybe, to, or that perspective or to look at things differently. Uh, I would love, love, you know, love to be able to help in that, in that regard. You know, I'm, I'm, there's nothing about money that's motivating to me. It's, yeah. it's really just to be able to do what I love and what I'm passionate about. Um, the money will come and I'll have opportunities to do different things, the different things I want to, that I want to do. But, but I'm always driven by the relationship over the money. I've heard it described as, you know, relationship over revenue. And essentially that's, that's the whole point. Uh, and I, and I think that's a, that's a different, it's a completely different mindset. Um, there's some people that are really driven by the money. And to me that at some point that'll, that dries up and, you know, you're not, you're not motivated, motivated by that anymore. And it, like, it yeah. can't, it can't sustain you long-term, I guess is the point. Yeah. So if money was not an issue, then how would you spend your days or what would you do with your life with your money? I couldn't not work. 
Like if somebody just gave me a bajillion dollars right now, I don't know what I would do because like, I love, I love to work. Like I, I, I I've always said like, I'm not going to retire. Mm-hmm. It just means that I'll be able to charge more and I can be more picky about the clients I take on and all of that. Yeah. But there's like, there's nothing about, there's nothing inside of me that, you know, says I want to stop. Oh, cause I'm, cause I'm X years old. I need to stop working. Like, no, it, it just, I, I love, I love what I do. If yeah. I, if money was no object, yes, I would travel more, but that's about the only thing that would change uh, yeah. the, the way that I see it. Uh, awesome. So what would you say is the best compliment that you got? Uh, like professionally or personally, or just, it doesn't really matter. Like a compliment that really like, wow, like I really appreciate that. It could be business, could be personal. Yeah, I think a couple of people have reached out and to, over the last couple of years running the business and just, you know, oh, I'm so, uh, you know, it's really inspiring what you've done. Um, you know, I'm really proud of you. You know, I could never do it. I um, mean, all this stuff. And like, to me, I never looked at it. Like I was never scared to start the business. It was the sense of like, I have to do this. There's something internally that was like, this is, this is where I'm being pulled. I need yeah. to do this. And, uh, there, there was no sense of like, well, what if it doesn't work out? What if this happens? What if that happens? And it just, it just didn't cross my, my mind. So, um, there's times where I, I think I'm so closely, you know, inside of it, invested in it that I don't necessarily see, you know, my, uh, perception of it is like, is, you know, a little shifted compared to others where they think I'm, doing all this great stuff. And I'm going like, dang, I think I need another client here. Or I would like to do this or like to do that. Um, that I, I don't, I just don't necessarily see it or like see the small wins, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I don't know if that makes sense, but that, yeah, that's kind yeah. of, of course. I learned. Of course. Honestly, like we're running short on time. Like I really want to go on with this. I'll ask you the final question. So what is, what does success mean to you? To me, it's about, living a life that you are fulfilled by and that you feel joy and happiness every day. And that's going to look different for every single person. And uh, it has absolutely nothing to do with money, you know, number of clients or anything like that. I mean, honestly, to me, success has nothing to do with business because I, I'll say when my dad passed, not, I can't tell you anybody that, has ever led with like, oh, he built such a great business. But like, it was never really, it's never really about that. Like, that's a part, that's like part of his legacy, sure. But that's, it's never going to be, you know, the meat and potatoes of it. And so, you know, it's just how you treat people, um, you know, in those deep relationships and the personal side of things over, you know, anything uh, business-wise. So then would you say that you're successful now? I would say that, Others may look at, look at it and say that, uh, but to me, I'm too future focused to accept it. And uh, like, I think we talked, I want to live by an ocean one day that, and I don't have that right now. So to me, uh, no, I'm not because that, like, I haven't uh, gotten to that point. I want to be able to travel more in different things. So I guess on one hand, you could say that, but then on the other hand, I'm like, nope, nope, I have too much stuff I have left to do. Yeah, that's awesome. So thank you so much for your time. I genuinely enjoy this so much. Um, so if people were to connect with you, how should they connect with you? Yeah, uh, my website is ctculp.com. 
ctkaupp.com. It's probably the easiest way. You can send me a message there. I'm also on uh, LinkedIn, uh, using that a lot more. So probably those would be the two spots. Perfect. So I'm going to attach, so you're going to send me your email. I'm going to attach your email and I'll also attach your LinkedIn so that people can disconnect with you from there. Yeah, that sounds great. Uh, happy Perfect. to help any, in any way, any way possible. Perfect. So thank you everyone for listening to this episode and I hope you have an amazing, awesome rest of your day.